0: and we're going. That's our intro. Yes. Ooh, and we're going. <laughs> Say some. something. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite Kevin Hart part ever. Uh-huh. All right. Well, welcome to the Two Gays and Jay's podcast with uh gay voice number 1,
1: gay voice number 2,
0: and my rant of the week this week is um Unfortunately, I woke up a couple of days ago and for all of uh, for those of you who know me, I am a huge sneakerhead I like collecting sneakers selling them, wearing them, etc uh, so I have a bunch of sneaker apps and sneaker accounts and I woke up to go to work and I had a notification from stockx that oh well my bid was accepted. And I'm over there like, oh cool, maybe they accepted this one bid that I had on these sneakers. And uh, no, someone hacked into my account and bought a pair of sneakers for $600. So that was garbage. Um, So then I had to contact Chase, had to contact PayPal, had to contact StockX, uh, finally got all of them contacted. And then the very next day, they took out the money yet again because apparently whoever tried to do it tried to do it twice and the first time it didn't go through and the second time it did so then the next day the uh second or the very first transaction went through so then I was out about twelve hundred dollars for a good uh Maddie so I was out twelve hundred dollars for a good uh couple of days and uh finally just got my new debit card and uh can start buying again and not have to uh use credit cards so that's been that's been really nice apparently kaylee's not going to be able to do this show because she's too damn concerned with what maddie is doing underneath the table and if we if we had alcohol she'd have to drink a shit ton because she is extremely
1: distracted what I said but look at her. I mean, yeah, she's sweet. She's, she's the best. Cute. Uh I'm
0: gonna take her home with me. So my rant is for hackers. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, first of all, you stealing from a broke ass teacher. You think I'm not gonna notice six hundred dollars missing from my account? It's not like you took from a you know, a millionaire where it's like, Okay, someone hacked and took you know, took six hundred dollars. Like Dude, that was my whole bank account. Like, what do you mean? Why? Why would you do that? Um, come to find out, they had they had my debit card information, so that's why I had to get a new debit card. So, uh, for hackers out there, don't fucking do it, okay? Why don't you use your evil for good? And I don't know, so go to IT I. school or something and fucking get a a real job instead of fucking hacking people and taking and well, taking take care their of shit. That
1: student loan debt for me, would you? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Hack my uh, hack my uh, Sally Mayer. Whatever the fuck. I don't even know. I don't even know where I get my student loans from. Whatever. So that's my rant. Um, Last week, we talked about uh, our personal experiences with dating straight women. And I decided to ask... um, I decided to ask Facebook and Instagram what are some topics they wanted us to talk about and somebody mentioned that they wanted us to talk about um, what it's like being a closeted gay woman or what advice we have for closeted gay women. Um, And what else did she say? She said...
1: Uh, I can pull it up. Yeah.
0: I don't remember either. I'm so tired.
1: We've she been... said... Feelings about closeted gay women when you were once one in our now-out advice yeah. for closeted gay women. So, we talked
0: about dating straight women and kind of the effects that it had on us, but I guess... And I guess we touched on it a little bit of how it made us feel. A little bit. But um, to do a whole episode on advice for people who um, still might be closeted or um, just aren't accepting of who they are at at the moment, um, we can give you advice on that. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I I wasn't
1: always out. When did you verbally? When did but you, let's start with when did you figure out that you were gay? Not when you told people, but when you actually like came to the realization with yourself that like, oh shit, I'm gay. How old were you?
0: I don't even know if you can put. I don't even know if you could put a label on it, because to me, I was so confused. At, mm-hmm. Like, I, okay, I worded that wrong. It's more like I knew what I liked, but I didn't know what it was called. Okay. Right? Yeah. So when I was in fifth grade, I think is the first time that I had a crush on a female. Um, it wasn't until I got to middle school where I had my first experience kissing a female and uh, sort of being intimate with a female um, that made me realize that, hey, like, you know, this Mm -hmm. is something that I really like. Uh, I kissed boys in middle school and I wasn't really fond of it. And then the first time I kissed my first girl, I was like, yeah, this is it. Mm -hmm. But you have to remember when we were in middle school, it was like late 90s, early 2000s so yeah. the terminology didn't really exist yeah so to mm-hmm. me it was like i knew what i liked but i didn't know what i quote unquote was right right you know what i'm saying yeah. so
1: it's kind of hard for me to so you figure it out but you stayed you stayed closeted like you didn't come out and say, I like girls right no, away. Because it wasn't until it wasn't until college, right?
0: No, but I think I think that's my advice for people just because that's the experience that I went through. And I I mean I'm not telling everybody to live their experience the same way that I did, but I don't I talked about this in like previous episodes. I don't think that people should have to come out. Unless mm-hmm. it's gonna be beneficial to them, to me personally I don't see the need of sitting everybody down and saying I like girls and I'm gay and because I've always told people that yeah I am gay but being gay is a part of who I am and not who I solely am. Right. You know, and it's just kind of like I don't I don't want people to be like, "Oh yeah, my friend Jess is coming over, you know the gay one." Like yeah. you don't you don't want to be labeled that way. Like that's not my Ugh. That should not be your first adjective or, or or descriptive word to describe me when you're talking about me. Right. So the whole coming out process to me, to me personally, and you could feel differently and so could other people. But to me, the, the coming out process is not necessary because I just think it should be the way that you want it to be. Right. You know, like you should just live your life and yeah. not have to sit there and tell people. Mm hmm. So, I don't know what, I mean,
1: <clears throat> were you open with the fact that you were intimate with women? Even though, even though you didn't come out and say like, hey everybody, I'm gay. We're here, um, we're queer. We're here, we're queer, we need a light beer. Um. I love <laughs> Roland Grace. Uh, when you were... Figuring it out, discovering, no, you didn't make an announcement. You didn't, you know, put an ad in the newspaper and say, hey, I'm gay. But, like, were you open about it? Or was it something that was... Depended on who the person Okay, that I was talking to. Um, and what do you think...
0: dogs are so weird. Uh-huh. What are you saying?
1: So let's say, you know, some of somebody was going through the same thing. They don't really want to make an announcement, but they know like that they're obviously gay, mm-hmm. but they're closeted. You know, what helped you with that? Was it talking to certain people, close friends, was it talking to your family, your mom? Was it anything like that or was it just that's a really good question because you know because I, what they're what what they want to know is like if I was closeted uh-huh and I was looking for the best way to deal with it, you know, should I go to my close friends and talk to them? Should I go to a therapist and talk to them? Should I make an announcement for everybody to see just to get it over with? Like, what what worked for you? What advice? I mean, I think everybody's story is different. Absolutely. And but what, but I mean, general what is your advice? Yeah, Gen- general yeah. advice. Yeah, what is your advice? What did you do? What helped you?
0: I think it's huge to have supportive friends. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes family can be, to me, and through my experiences family is way has been way more judgmental than any of my friends mm-hmm. right because my friends see me in a different light than my family does i right. mean my friends are around me when i'm starts, drunk my friends you, yeah. are around me when i go to the gym my friends are around me when i'm just hanging out watching tv you know mm-hmm. my family is not around for shit like that my family does not see me in those right. different ways so i the best advice for me or from me to anyone who feels closeted or feels like they they don't know the the right way to go about uh either coming out or talking about it is just having a really really good support system mm-hmm. um, just being around people that you can trust um and I'm trying to think, they're running rampant up there. Sure are. These dogs are crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really, really good question. It was probably just having my friends and talking to my friends and not getting any judgment from them because some of them were in the same boat as I was. Mm-hmm. Um, And most of the time, if your friends are really your friends, they don't give a fuck what you're doing, you know, as long as you're happy. Exactly. And sometimes family can be a little bit
1: different than that, right? Yeah. You know, so. um, I think we both started um, kind of the same way. I didn't really have a, I was never really closeted it was pretty much we talked about this at the gym it was pretty much like as soon as i knew that i was gay yeah i was out like i came out there was no hiding it there was no whatever i didn't have a term for it growing up i didn't know that it was different once i figured out it was different that's really what happened in college i was like oh shit this isn't (laughs) this isn't what everybody experiences, this is different. Right. Um, and then once that happened, I was out. Like, I came out to my, my closest friends, and I came out to my parents, and that's really what helped me. Now, granted, I had, I had a little bit different situation because my dad is gay. So <clears throat> I kind of had that comfort zone where I knew at least – one person, well, technically two, both my dads. Both my dads were going to be in my corner no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of had that to fall back on. I also had, I knew that my dad was gay since the fifth grade. So, it wasn't like I I grew up in that community, but I had them to kind of look at and to see. it. You know, it was normal to me by right. that point. Right, right. Like, there was nothing, um, even before I figured out that I was gay, there was nothing... Abnormal about it to me. So it was a lot easier for me to come out. But I still, when that happened, still went to like my closest people to help me through it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're closeted and you want to come out, go to the people that you think you can rely on. And hopefully, you yeah, know, they're, that they'll, you su- trust. yeah, they'll support you. And if they don't, then look outside of, look outside of that go to gay bars and acquaint yourself with like people and like mm-hmm. just you know try to become more comfortable with yourself and then that hopefully will make it easier for you to to be out
0: yeah and i mean if I that's guess, your goal i guess my feelings about closeted gay women is just i don't know if i have any sort of like feelings towards them i guess it's 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 a hard concept for me to wrap my mind around because I am
1: so I am just so uh we're both 100% ourselves. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm very authentic and yeah. I just again, I don't I don't see the need in sitting people down that are supposed to love you and care about you and be there for you. I don't see the need of sitting them down and saying, I'm gay. Right. And some people, well, but I have met some people where they needed that. They needed to sit their family down and be like... Oh, I was one of those people. I right. needed. It wasn't I, a, ask, but it was I
1: asked why? Like, not even being a dick. I'm just like... Because what? there was never a moment in my life where I was anything but 100% authentically myself. And so for me to have found out that there was something about myself that... Was not quote unquote normal. Um, that was different from mainstream. I never wanted to hide any part of myself.
0: Yeah. So for yeah. me,
1: it was like, well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell people that I've figured this out about myself. It wasn't like I went on Facebook and I was like, hey, I like girls. Yeah, I. It was my closest people. I I told them primarily because I wanted to them to know me, my authentic self, but also I never really saw the need, like you said, to like be anything other than what I am. So even though I didn't need to come out in like a banner or anything like that, I needed to be 100% myself. And in order to do that, I needed people to know who I was
0: Yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah, and that could be my whole... I mean, that that could be our advice to closeted gay women is you always want to be your authentic self. You know, you... you, Yeah, it's the best way to live. It is, because then there's no secrets, then you don't feel like you're hiding something or you don't feel like you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. Uh, It just gives you the opportunity to be your most yes.
1: authentic self mm-hmm. to your friends and your family and i guess we both like our feelings on it we understand that people are scared and we understand that it's a it's a huge step to take um it's a huge <laughs> part of yourself to come to terms with and not everybody does that as easily as we did um mm-hmm. but Without a doubt, 100% do it because there's nothing, there's nothing better than living authentically.
0: Well, and I will say, based on our last episode, that if you are closeted, at least talk to your partner about it and yeah. don't drag them through your turmoil yeah, because you don't know how to deal with it, especially your partner. That That's someone that, you know, if you're not a monogamous or, or, you know, whatever, then that might be a different story. But if you plan on building a life with a person, they should be the person that you're most upfront and honest with. And yeah. all you would have to say is, listen, I really love you. I love our relationship. There is just this piece of me that is not allowing myself to come out to my friends and my family yet. Mm -hmm. And I just need you to know that so that you don't think that I'm like leading you on and dragging you through stuff. Right. And I think that that's why sometimes we could have a bitter taste in our mouth for, for closeted gay women because we're just like, listen, we did it. And, but to, to, piggyback off of that yeah I yeah I came out but I did drag some people through the mud to get where I am right now I lied to people I deceived people I I handled it the best way that I knew how to handle it
1: Mm -hmm. and unfortunately some people got hurt in the process and and we're also I mean we're talking about a completely different time when we came out I mean, all, all you have to do... All you have to do... We, we were just doing this right before we got on. We were watching TikTok. hmm Okay? hmm Every other post that was on my For You page was a baby gay. A, a little lesbian. Just out there being themselves. And that, that didn't happen when we were younger. Well... So it was, it was a little bit different. So if, if you're worried about coming out now... You know what I will say is that working with high
0: school students gives me kind of insight to these uh, new things that are up and coming. And uh, I would like to know if you think, Mm -hmm. because some of my high school students seem to think that being gay is like a fad now. And it's just like the cool thing to do because it gives you all this attention and somebody comes out and they have all these...
1: That's always that's always been a thing. That's that's not new. That was that was a thing when I was in middle school. That was a thing when I was in high school. Because there were so select few people See, I don't remember people like oh, it, bragging
0: about being gay. It though. wasn't
1: that they bragged about it, but any any time that somebody was out, it wasn't it wasn't always believed. Sometimes it was seen as a phase, like a fad. It was trendy. Like that happened. It was trendy when
0: we were. Yeah. I don't remember anybody Mm -hmm. being like, "Oh, I like girls right now." Like, I don't remember like any of my friends or any of my teammates that I played basketball with being like, "Oh yeah, I like girls. I'm into girls." Because my student, like, I see it with my students sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. one minute they're like, "Oh, I like this girl," and then the next minute they're like, "I like this boy," or vice versa, and it's just Mm kind of like. Well, and,
1: and, and that may seem like a trend to some people. But like you said, to other people, that might just be the way that they're dealing with it. So that's why yeah. they may not seem authentic. Yeah. Because like you just said, oh, they're with this girl, but then they're with this boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, who hasn't done that when they're trying to figure it? Not, not us. But like who hasn't done I'm yeah. sure yeah. there are a yeah. lot of people out there that did the same thing. It, because they're trying to figure themselves out. Yeah. And who are we to sit here and say, well, it's not believable because it's the trendy thing to do? Yes, you're always going to have people that may fake it, that may do these crazy things for clout online. Like that's just today's day and age. That's what we live with today. Yeah. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's a trend like some kids think it is. Mm-hmm. I I think that also comes back to the fact, the fact that it's so much more acceptable now. Yeah, it is.
0: It it is. It really. That is. like
1: I think it blows some people's minds like there are this many out kids. Oh yeah. Today? I mean like oh, I was yeah. saying, you get on TikTok and even if mm-hmm. even if 25% of them are faking it. Yeah. The other 75% you're like
0: Yeah.
1: Where well, there were not <laughs> there were not this many Mm -mm. people no growing up and that's and that's another thing to take into consideration too when you're when you're thinking about coming out in today's day and age there is no better time than right now well i
0: also think i think in high school there were a lot more gay men who were out than gay women and uh, i mean i have always been under the assumption that it's more uh, accepted by society for two women than it is for two men. Um, So looking back on my high school years, it's really funny to me that the majority of gay people that I knew or that were out, you know what I mean? Because people could have been secret. You know, there were plenty of girls that I went to high school with that like 10 years later, I saw them dating women. Yeah. Um, But to me, it was just funny that or interesting that The majority of gay people that I knew in high school were all men. And I I personally think going away to college, there were a lot of women who experimented. And I think women are way more experimental than men are. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that that could be a factor in why people think that it's a trend and it's like no they might just be more they just might be experimenting you
1: well, know they're just figuring it out they're figuring they're having fun they're figuring it out don't worry about it worry about yourself well yeah
0: but my whole thing is just don't drag people along with it just have a conversation with them
1: they also they also will consider it trendy because they want to discount it
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's always hurdles
0: mm-hmm.
1: and one of the hurdles right now is oh you're only doing that so that you can be famous online or you're only doing that so that people like you well yeah that's the only reason i'm gay so people like me absolutely
0: because they're not gonna like me otherwise i mean (laughs) dang you know what i'm saying
1: but i agree with you i don't really have any like feelings towards closeted people because no unless you start shit with me and then i have a problem unless you drag
0: me through your shit I don't have a problem with what you do. We talked about that in the last episode. Like, yeah. had our exes just sat us down and been like, hey, yeah. I love you. I love this. But, like,
1: I'm we not comfortable. We got some boundaries when we're around our parents. We right. got this. We got right. that. Right. Like, talk like, about it. That's, but and that's when you fine. don't do
0: that shit. Yeah. And then you drag me along through your shit. Absolutely. I have a problem with it. Yeah.
1: That's where my problem lies. And if you need, if you need more advice, if you need something more, if you want to just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Find somebody that's gay, man or woman, transgender, it doesn't matter. Find somebody that's been through it and just talk to them. I mean I've had I've had a lot of a lot of people, especially like when I worked at Cedar Point, because mm-hmm. I was out. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of people that just came to me and wanted to ask questions. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to know whether or not they were questioning their sexuality or not. They were curious. Yeah. They wanted to know. They wanted to talk. Find find somebody to talk to if you need to. Like, even if it's someone that I'm not close to, I will still talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, still be someone that'll listen if you just want to talk about what you're going through. And I think most people in our community feel the same way.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's just eye-opening looking back because I don't have this like extravagant coming out story. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. have these... Issues like my dad my dad's a dick- i mean my dad's a dick, like he yeah. was the only one that made me feel uncomfortable, and I didn't live with him right, so I grew up in a situation where I had support mm-hmm. I grew up in a in an environment where I had that support, and yeah I mean the statistics don't lie as long as you ha- as long as you have one, at least one person in your household or in your life that supports you
1: mm-hmm.
0: that shows a survival rate for yeah for our community. And I think that speaks volumes because how important is it to have people around you that support you? And I personally could not imagine being around people that didn't support me. In fact, as you can see with my father, he doesn't support me. So I, I'm not around him. Mm -hmm. Like you can fuck off. Yeah. I'm your child. Mm -hmm. And I've said this in many episodes, like, you love who you love unconditionally. If 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 I had a kid and they were gay, that's my kid. Mm-hmm. You love them no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they fuck up and do this and do that. But I hate when people kind of correlate the two because it's like, well, I'd love my kid even if they were a murderer. And it's just like, <laughs> let's not compare murdering to uh, just having a, you know,
1: having love for the same sex. Like, yeah. come on, can we not do that? And even if you don't, like... Like we were saying, if if you have somebody to talk to, if you don't, there are places to go for that support. There's, yeah, now there there's are LGBT. There LG barely BT anything when we were younger. Uh, centers. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, in most we didn't cities. Have, we didn't have that shit when we There's, were you know, online, I know that there's like groups and stuff you can join. Mm hmm to talk to people that are like yourself there's so many outlets now and hell even if you don't have anybody and you're not comfortable talking to anybody hit me up yeah i'll talk to you yeah i'll give you advice yeah i'll give you as much advice or if you just want somebody to listen to you i'll listen i'm a good listener Mm -hmm. there's there's so much out there so that's my advice reach out to somebody yeah there's more resources now than there were when use your resources reach out to somebody yeah. Go to a center. Go to a gay bar. Talk yeah. to a bartender.
0: Even the whole concept of gay bars, I mean, I know they existed, but they're becoming more... And maybe, maybe they were already there, but now with society being more accepting of gay people, now you feel feel like there are more gay bars maybe the gay bars were already around and now because it's more accepting we just feel like there are more
1: yeah i think it's more i think it's because back in like when we first came out and like back when my dad's like came out they needed those safe havens so those safe havens were like kind of under the radar, yeah, they were kind of like underground low mm-hmm. key like square bar,
0: mm-hmm.
1: square bar was not like one of the bars to go to in Akron when like my dads were going there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the people that went to square bar they all knew each other because you know they had they they had to have a safe place to go to, and that was one of the places they went right so now now it's different. Because we don't need as many safe places to go to. We don't need those community only places as much as we used to. I mean, there are still instances where we need it. I think more so for gay men and transgender right now than for gay women. But I think that's why it feels like there's more just because everybody knows about them now. Everything was kept under the radar before. Yeah, and I mean, and straight people weren't going to the gay bars.
0: No, uh-uh. now they do. Was I talking with to you about that or with? Uh, I was talking about how. Why does it seem, like? And this is completely off topic, but just <laughs> but it made me think. It made me think. Because um, we're talking about gay bars. Why is it that the majority of 18 plus bars are gay bars? And I was, it probably wasn't you, it was probably her, but I was talking, and I was like, is it because society feels more like that their kids are going to be more safe around us?
1: That we're like not a threat? That we're not, uh..." well, you know, we were talking about the gay bars around here being 18 plus, but they're not. Like Square's 21 plus. Interbelt's 21 plus. Yeah, but
0: in New York, there's a lot of 18 plus
1: gay bars. Oh, are there? Yeah.
0: And then there was a couple that I went to in Mas- in uh, like outskirts of Boston, and mm-hmm. they were 18 and plus. And I'm just kind of like, why are y'all... Like, why is that? Is it 18 I plus even...
1: up until a certain time? No, because Interbelt isn't. Interbelt's 21 and up after a certain time, because you have to give them... No, no, they just put they an X might, on your you're hand. Right, they do. Yeah, they just put an X on your hand. But that's a club. Clubs, clubs are more like that. It, regardless if they're straight or not, if you go to a club, more often than not, clubs are eighteen plus. Yeah, but
0: the straight club in Akron closed down.
1: Lux closed down. It was eighteen plus.
0: Was it? Yeah, I guarantee people probably just feel safer around us. They're not going to be weird. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I even think there was a place downtown Ken. that did close. Or maybe not. Was, is Cruise Crew still open? Uh, no, is, I don't think so. That used to be 18 plus. I'm pretty sure.
1: Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Listen, I tried to avoid that place like the Oh, place, yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I got mm-hmm. groped so many times there. Oh, um, probably yeah. by someone who was 18 plus. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but that was just completely off. Uh, but I was just... Uh, Curious about that. Like, they think we're safe. They think we're safe people. That's why they, they're they okay with their youngins yeah, yes. going to our, our bars and clubs. <sighs> but, yeah. Yeah, I so mean, that's our advice. Yeah, the advice is just... And you know what? Fuck them. You know what? <laughs> I just... I... I just don't care. If you don't like what I'm doing, then I don't give a fuck. You can go somewhere with your sourpuss attitude. <laughs> I don't care. Right. I really don't. And I don't know if that's because of the environment that I was brought up in. I don't know if it's because my mom is kind of that way. But, And maybe my attitude would be completely different if I had to go through a lot of struggles to be where I you am didn't now. have as
1: much support. Somewhere. Yeah, if I didn't have as
0: much support. Maybe, maybe my outlook would be different. But at the end of the day, you should not care what anybody thinks and you should do what makes you happy. As long as you're not dragging through, as long as you're not dragging somebody through the mud with your nonsense, then you can do whatever you like. Intentionally. Yeah. 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 And if you feel like you're in that position, sit down and have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. That's all I got to say, you know, just uh, be 100% authentic. It's the best way to live. It really is. Maddie's living her life right now she like that. She is. She's, She's 100% authentic. Aren't you? She
1: sure is. Will you be my girlfriend? I am not want a girlfriend. What?
0: Will you be my girlfriend? Okay. Kaylee's seducing my dog. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about that you can't fuck goats. <laughs> what? Why don't we talk about that one time? Say some!
1: <laughs> Say some! <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit! Listen, all right. Ain't well, nobody else out here volunteering to be my girlfriend. So,
0: well, then they brought up a good point. We should do a meet and greet. But I think I think we're gonna plan that eventually. See what happens. I'm gonna get Kaylee a, a new boo thing. <laughs> all right. Well, that's if our there advice. Well, the
1: girls at the gym, I'd be okay with wifeing up. <laughs>
0: Just know that I love Jordans and sneakers, so <laughs> I mean, hence two gays and James. Uh, <laughs> right. But now we've started—we've uh, <laughs> started giving young ladies—not uh, young ladies, hold on, grown women. We've been, women. Sorry, sorry. Yes. We've been giving grown women uh, nicknames if they have nice backsides, <laughs> if they have a nice butt. So we will dictate that nice butt as a pair of Jordans or a pair of shoes they got some so, nice shoes they got some nice shoes you got some nice shoes shout out to all the women out there who got a nice pair of shoes we like shoes we
1: appreciate you we love you
0: <laughs> if <laughs> you're hope- at the
1: gym yeah and you're wearing those those tights leggings what are they I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. the difference between leggings, either. yoga pants. I don't either. Uh, but spandex? if you're wearing those, yeah. I mean, if you're wearing those at the gym, we appreciate you. It makes the time go by so much faster.
0: On that cardio. On that cardio. Mm-hmm. So thank you for all of that. <laughs> uh, uh, we hope you have a phenomenal week. Yeah. Only the ladies who have nice shoes. Only the ladies nice shoes. Everybody have a nice week. <laughs> All right, Mm -hmm. we're signing off.
1: All right. Ciao. Deuces.